Coming up on 5-Minute News. Joe Biden begs voters to protect US democracy. Fed raises rates again, but inflation fight is hardly over. And Israel's Netanyahu nears victory by embracing the extreme right. It's Thursday, November 3. I'm Anthony Davis. In an impassioned speech last night, President Joe Biden warned in the final days of midterm election voting that democracy itself is under threat from former President Donald Trump's election-denying lies and the violence he said they inspire. Pointing in particular to the attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, he said that Trump's false claims about a stolen election have fueled the dangerous rise of political violence and voter intimidation over the past two years. Six days before major midterm elections, Biden said, As I stand here today, there are candidates running for every level of office in America, for governor, for Congress, for attorney general, for secretary of state, who won't commit to accepting the results of the elections they're in. That is the path to chaos in America, he declared. It's unprecedented, it's unlawful, and it's un-American. The president, who has been focused on drawing an economic contrast between Democrats and the GOP, shined a spotlight on ultra-MAGA Republicans, a reference to Trump's Make America Great Again slogan, and mounting concerns over political violence. The speech comes days after a man seeking to kidnap House Speaker Pelosi severely injured her husband in their San Francisco home. Emphasizing that it's the first federal election since the 6th of January 2021 insurrection and Trump's attempts to overturn the will of the voters in the 2020 presidential election, Biden called on voters to reject candidates who have denied the results of the vote, which even Trump's administration declared to be free of any widespread fraud or interference. Biden delivered his remarks from Washington's Union Station, blocks from the U.S. Capitol, just six days before polls close on November 8, and as more than 27 million Americans have already cast their ballots. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell sought on Wednesday to strike a delicate balance at a moment when high inflation is bedeviling the nation's economy and commanding a central role in the midterm elections. Powell suggested that the Fed may decide in coming months to slow its aggressive interest rate increases, yet he also made clear that the Fed isn't even close to declaring victory in its fight to curb an inflation rate that is near four-decade highs and has shown few signs of ebbing. When the Fed ended its latest policy meeting on Wednesday, it announced that it was pumping up its benchmark rate by a substantial three-quarters of a point for a fourth straight time. Its key rate now stands in a range of 3.75 to 4%, the highest in 15 years. It was the central bank's sixth rate hike this year, a streak that has made mortgages and other consumer and business loans increasingly expensive and heightened the risk of a recession. The statement the Fed issued suggested it would begin to take a more deliberate approach to rate hikes, likely leading to smaller increases in borrowing costs. In doing so, it would consider that rate hikes take time to feed into the economy and achieve their goal of slowing inflation. 
The financial markets initially cheered the notion that the Fed might soon decide to slow its hikes, with stock and bond prices surging higher. Meanwhile, former Secretary of Labor Robert Reich tweeted yesterday, Memo to the Fed, interest rate hikes aren't working because inflation is being driven by corporations using it as a cover to price gouge the people. Last week, the major energy companies announced record profits of up to four times pre-pandemic levels. After four inconclusive elections, it looks like the fifth time finally worked for Benjamin Netanyahu. Israel's longtime former prime minister and current opposition leader appears to have engineered a surprising victory in the country's fifth national vote since 2019, thanks to help from an extremist far-right party. This alliance could have profound implications, though, potentially ending his legal troubles at home while antagonizing friends abroad. With nearly 90% of the ballots counted on Wednesday, all signs pointed to a victory by Netanyahu and his religious and national allies. The count, including 450,000 absentee ballots, was expected to be completed by today. Tuesday's election, like the previous four, was seen largely as a referendum on Netanyahu's fitness to rule while facing corruption charges. And once again, opinion polls had been forecasting a continuation of the deadlock that has paralysed the political system for the past three and a half years. But Netanyahu, Israel's longest-serving prime minister, who has gained a reputation as a political mastermind during a total of 15 years in office, appears to have outsmarted his opponents with a disciplined campaign. Israeli media portrayed Netanyahu as the winner on Wednesday, though he had yet to declare victory, and his main rival, acting Prime Minister Yair Lapid, did not concede as vote-counting continued. According to official results from Israel's Central Election Committee, the popular vote was almost evenly divided between parties loyal to Netanyahu and those who backed Lapid. But Netanyahu, who has been opposition leader for a year and a half, worked diligently to shore up his block of allies with a series of cooperation deals and mergers to ensure that no votes were lost. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. A news story gets shared by a friend on social media, or you catch a tweet that really makes your blood boil. But how do you separate fact from fiction? That's the premise behind Disinformation, a 10-part series from Evergreen Podcasts and Emergent Risk International coming this fall. Tune in to Disinformation wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, don't believe everything you read.